Welcome to the Lean Solutions Podcast, where we discuss business solutions to help listeners develop and implement action plans for true lean process improvement. I am your host, Patrick Adams. Hello and welcome to the Lean Solutions Podcast. Our guest today is George Trichillis. He started his career at Motor Coach Industries in 1994, where he received lean coaching in just-in-time manufacturing and total quality management. Having led change for over 10 years, he decided to start his own consulting firm in 2003 uh, and grew to become one of Canada's fastest growth companies by 2006. He's also the author of a few books uh, and online courses to include Developing Lean Leaders at All Levels, which received the Shingo Research Award in 2016. Welcome to the show, George. Well, thanks for having me, Patrick. Absolutely. No, it's great to have you. And you are still in Canada, correct? Yeah, but the background might throw you off. I, I, for everybody who can't see, I've got Santorini Island as the background. Yeah, that's beautiful. Uh, yeah, that's where I want to be. Have you never been there before? Just a place. I, you I have a house on the island. Oh well, okay. Yeah, well. and I invited uh, Rizzo Shingo and Paul Akers twice, and they came for a leadership summit there. That's amazing. Uh, the the problem I'm having, you know, other than COVID at the time, is. Uh, who wants to travel right now with all the craziness? Right. That's very true. Well, that's amazing. Well, I, I, uh, it's beautiful for those of you that can't see it. And uh, I'm sure it's definitely a place where uh, many people would love to go visit. Um, but yeah, so you are currently in Canada, though. Correct? Winnipeg, Canada. You got it. Yeah, I'm not, not super familiar with where uh you know where and you don't call in canada you don't you, well they're 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 not states they're provinces we're north of north dakota okay that makes sense okay that puts puts it into perspective for me thank you um also uh, w- one of the things that i want to talk about today which i've seen you uh you know been very involved with is the harada method and there's actually a baseball player that's uh called showtime and uh, you and I had some discussions about Showtime uh, prior to this. I'm not a big baseball fan, so you know you're gonna have, just like Canada and the Providences. You're gonna have to fill me in on on Showtime uh, and and tell me a little bit about how Showtime has used the Harada method uh, to become the baseball player that he is. Okay, so let's let's start at the beginning. I think um, when I set a goal way back in 2011, it was to travel the world consulting over the internet. And I was already doing lean and I had a lot of companies in Canada that I serviced, but I didn't have companies everywhere in the world. So I'm looking for something new. And Norman Bodek comes up with a term at the time, and I knew it was missing. It was the people side of lean. And he says, the Harada method is what you need to do. And this is the missing link to all these companies doing lean. That's why they're not sustaining it. Mm. All right. And as I took the Harada method, I, I found out about this baseball player named Shohai Otani. And he was a sophomore in Japan when Takashi Harada, the creator of the Harada method, mm-hmm. went and uh, they did like a little visioning together about his future. And he says, I want to be the number one baseball player drafted in Japan. And he was uh, he was. I believe he wanted to have a hundred mile an hour fastball. He had 64 tasks in this chart of his that he wanted to go accomplish. And when he came to the U S in 2018, he quickly became a a phenom and he's the number one baseball player in the world. I'm getting into baseball because of him. Mm. 
And uh, because of the Harada method, of course, because I love the system. I love the method. And yeah, so he's, uh, I don't know how much he used it. I can't speak to that. I, can't, I talked to his, tried talking to his agent, mm-hmm. but they won't let me anywhere near Takashi Harada now. He's, or, or uh, Shohei Otani. He's so big. He, he's just an amazing, amazing baseball player. Wow. Uh, in 2015, I, I did uh, training 2015, somewhere around there, 2016. I did training in Baltimore where Babe Ruth was from. Hmm. And I said to everybody in, in the audience, you guys should go out and buy Shohei Otani baseball cards. And this is before he even came to North America. Okay. Yeah. One of his baseball cards now is worth $64,000. Wow. And he only started, he's a rookie from three years ago. That's amazing. Yeah. It, it's it's mind-boggling how much the values increased. And Babe Ruth just sold his rookie card, or he, you know, he's dead now, but somebody sold his rookie card for $6 million. So I just can't believe it. That is crazy. Um, yeah. And you know what really bugs me is I'm the one who didn't take my own advice. <laughs> so, <laughs> and now you're picking yourself. Well, not really, because somebody somebody joined and they said, I want to learn the Harada method. So all the money they gave me, I went out and bought baseball cards with it. So, okay, all yeah, right. so I, I got his rookie card like 100 times over now. Oh, nice. But, but the point, yeah, I, I'd love him to sign it. Oh, uh, so yeah. If he ever hears this uh, podcast, please sign my baseball cards. If you sign 100 of them, I'm sure listening that has to have a connection, a right? Yeah. So connect, connect George. Um, so tell us a little bit about the Harada method. So for people that are listening in that they're, they're learning about this for the first time, uh, can you tell us, you know, what is it? How, how would you explain it? And, and okay. uh, you know, just from, from a basic perspective. Okay. Well, uh, it's the spirit of self-reliance. Now, Norman Bodek, um, I quickly met him again in 2012 because I wanted a, I don't know, find a way to achieve my goals, right? And the Harada method was that system to do it. Mm-hmm. So you have a goal that you want to achieve. You don't know how to do it. You, you got to take the Harada method. Mm-hmm. That's my, my thinking. So what is it? It is uh, a, uh, it's Takashi Harada, who was a high school teacher stealing from all the greats. And he traveled to learn about how people learn. And he stole everything from everybody, put it all together in a five-step uh, system. You know, there's five forms you would fill out. It's mm-hmm. more like 20 steps, but over five forms. And um, he practiced. He tried it. Students didn't get the value from it, so mm-hmm. he changed it. So he did a lot of PDCA, and he finally figured out the secret. And from that point on, his high school went from the worst in Osaka, Japan, to being the best. And they came out with 13 gold medalists. And one of the gold medalists uh, was so good at what he did, the Japanese newspapers went up to him and said, what did you do? Like, how did you achieve this? And he said, thank God for the Harada method. Mm. Right? Because this is what we did. And this is how how we did it. So it's it's five forms. One is a self-evaluation. The other one is a long-term goal form. So imagine a visioning board. Mm -hmm. You would put down all sorts of stuff that's not on the visioning board, but that's a long-term goal. You can almost frame that long-term goal form. 
Then you have a 64 chart, which is 64 tasks that will achieve your goal. And you would put those tasks down. And those fall into two categories. All the tasks, they fall into routines. So there's a routine checklist. And they fall into milestones. So you use a daily diary to track your milestones. Every day, imagine if you looked at your long-term goal form and your 64 chart, and you said, what am I going to do today that will help me five years from now? That, that's powerful. powerful, you know? powerful. So every day you bring in one task that will help you a year or two years or five years from now. It's bringing in the long-term thinking into today, plus a reflection every day. Mm. What did I do well? What could I do better? Uh, what's my saying of the day? Um, uh, w- what questions am I going to ask my coach? So this is interesting because when I took it in 2013 or 2012, in 2013, I followed Norman Bodak, who is a quality guru, followed him to a, a session. And he says, George took my Harada method course and that's all great, but he's not going to get the value from it. I'm going, what? Why? And, and he says, because he's not using a coach. Oh. You, you'll let yourself down, but you'll never let your coach down. And I thought, okay, Norman, you're my coach now. You, mm-hmm. That's it. I'm going to hire you, <laughs> go out to Portland, record you, go to Japan a couple of times with Norman. So I followed him around. I recorded him and I, I created an online course for him, mm-hmm. even though he's not with us today. I think, mm-hmm. yeah, unfortunately he died in 2020, but um, at least the proceeds half of them go to his wife. Mm, that's, that's great. Um, so, so you, you walk through a, a couple of the, the five steps. What are the last few? Uh, I think you hit the first two, correct? Yeah, there's, there's 20 steps, but there's five forms, five forms. Okay. And I, and, and I know where you got um, a, a little bit discombobulated because I stopped kind of at the 64 chart where there's 64 tasks. Yes. From the 64 chart, you pull something like, hey, maybe I want to lose, you know, 50 pounds or whatever. Okay. Okay. But you're going to convert that into a routine. So the routine checklist would have something like walk 10,000 steps a day and you're going to measure yourself. Okay. And then the other one is, well, there's going to be milestones. So I need a daily diary for my day-to-day management. Got it. And that's where you use a daily diary. So there's actually five forms over 20 steps and you can't give it and, you know, give it, make it uh, make sense at all. Sure. It's a big package. There's a lot of work to do and not too many people will invest that kind of time sure. in stopping what they're doing today, like work and taking a weekend or two or three and over three months. That's how long my course is normally over three months, dedicate themselves to one, two, three, four hours a week. Mm-hmm. And and that's for themselves, their own investment. Right. Not to know people do that. Right. And not okay. to mention the, the coach part, right? I mean, having a coach too and, and the importance of that. Yeah. I had to create my own coach or create them into a, a Harada Method coach. Mm. So I've had a coach since 1997. And he's my old boss. So he's more like a mentor, not a coach. You know, we can always get into the distinction. But I said to him, look, I'm going to send you my daily diary every day for 30 days. Here's what I want you to look for. And here's the feedback I want. Mm. Right. So I actually converted my mentor into a Harada coach. And I said, here's what I need from you. 
And he told me to fax it to him. I said, what are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) But you need a coach. You need a coach to get that feedback and get some real insight. Oh, that's great. And you've, you've actually been practicing and using this method for over 10 years. So I have to imagine that you have lots of lessons and examples, things you, things you did well, things you didn't do so well. Obviously you do reflection, you know, at the, at the end of every day. So um, what, could you share just a couple of those lessons maybe that, that are, that have stuck with you over these past years and, and probably will stick with you the rest of your life? Sure. So my, my original goal was to travel the world consulting over the internet. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, I heard something and I think it was Takashi Harada in his book, the Harada method, uh, a, um, a goal without a deadline is just a wish. Mm-hmm. So I really had a wish. I didn't have a deadline. What I did was in the 64 chart, I said, I want to travel 49% of my time each year outside of Canada. Mm-hmm. So that 49%, which I could do without losing my, I don't know, uh, citizen, but it's not citizenship, but my uh, status and, and get healthcare, right? Okay. Sure. So that 49%, I hit the first year and I hit every year after that up until COVID. Mm. So I created a strong goal. I gave it a date, which was that particular year. And then I started figuring out how to do it by traveling, speaking at events, uh, doing keynotes here, going out and consulting in Switzerland, London, uh, and all these other places, right? So we did a lot of traveling, but the biggest lesson was I did it alone for the first bit. And my wife says, you know, that's not cool. Mm-hmm. You're traveling. Uh, what about me? So I actually did a 64 chart with my wife Nice. and she quit her job like two months later and we started traveling together. It was just amazing because we created a future and we achieved it as a team. Mm-hmm. I've never experienced anything like this before. Oh, that's amazing. I, I love hearing that story because I'm sure there's there's many people that are listening that are thinking, you know, I could I could use this for for myself and for my wife or for my husband uh, or my family as a whole, right? Uh, we we could use this personally. What about on the on the uh, professional side of things? Uh, any lessons or examples of uh, you know businesses or um, you know organizations that have used this that you've seen find, find success? Well, okay, so let, let me talk about success and failure. I just came out of a company called Vantage Studios. Okay. Now, Vantage Studios, uh, they put 18 people through this. One of the items in the Harada method is you're going to change your mindset mm-hmm. of your selfishness. You're not going to be selfish anymore. You're going to find a service to do at work and a service to do at home. So, for example, when I started, one of my services at home was to cook cook every day. I was almost doing that, but I added clean up after every meal. Mm. Okay. So that's my service at home. My service at work, I can't remember what it was back then, but my service at work today is to help people with the Harada method at mm. no cost. Mm. <laughs> okay. Wow. So that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, but at, at Vantage, people were complaining and somebody didn't want to do this. It's not part of their job. Please hire somebody else. You know, this is a human resource job. It's not my job. Mm. But when I started prying and saying, well, you know, find something that bugs you. 
be selfish at the same time as servicing your company. Right. So they started doing these things and everybody's uh, co-pollinating, coming up with ideas. We created a little board called My One Small Improvement, which is quick and easy Kaizen from Norman mm -hmm. Bodak, right? Mm -hmm. So everybody started improving something in their area, which improved the other areas. This was all part of their service at work, mm. which helped everybody. They they got rid of the selfishness and the ego and a lot of that. And that's what helped them become better. Yeah. So in the Harada method, we were building on their character first so that their achievements actually made sense. Be uh -huh. a good person. So that's, that's the good part. The bad part is um, I made the mistake of asking one of the individuals, you know, why are you working here? Because they said, I, I have a passion in this area. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so why are you working advantage? And they thought about it, thought about it, and quit. Mm. <laughs> so then they went and worked in the area they loved, which is great. That is great. When I talked to the owner, he said, George, I'm only interested in helping people achieve their goals. Mm -hmm. If it helps our company, great. That's what I want. Right. But it's more important to help individuals grow. Mm -hmm. And that's the kind of boss you want. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and and if people aren't in their if if they're not serving in their passion area, right? If they're if they're not uh, the right person for the bus, if they're not on the right bus, or you know maybe maybe they're on the right bus but not on the right seat. Uh, but what you're saying is this person wasn't even on the right bus, and they realized that and made a decision. Well, that's that's a good thing for the person for the individual, and it's a good thing for the company, really. So I think that's. You know, that's great. Yeah, it's kind of a win-win. The company has to look for somebody else. Uh, but at the same time, you know, it's it's your mindset as an owner of a company. Right. If you're out there to help people, great. When I was in Japan, uh, we went and visited Kobe Mazda. They were kind of the worst in their grouping because they had Mazda dealerships and they were in sales. They were the worst and they became number two within one year of doing the Harada method. Wow. Yeah, one year because the chairman of the board says, look, I want to help people. And they taught him this and they gave him the choice. You can continue with it or you can drop it, but mm. go through the education. And most of them continued with it. So right. that was really good. But the way they did it is they created a goal and they were able to track people's routines. What do we need to do to achieve it? Everybody knew how to do it. So the skills were there after they were done the training. Mm. That's yeah, amazing. so just amazing. That's great. What a what a great story, a great testimony for the the method itself. Uh, and I'm sure there's probably hundreds of thousands of other stories out there. But one of the things that you mentioned that really piqued my interest, and probably many others that are listening in, is you said that your uh, service to work is to help people learn the Harada method at no cost. Uh, so I, I my question uh, going back to that statement, I shouldn't is, have said that. <laughs> well. Uh, my, my question is, how, how would someone learn this method without paying for it, right? Because you are a consultant. You do this for a living. Absolutely. Uh, so you, I'm sure you have consulting rates, and, and obviously we'll put your, your, uh, your business link into the show notes so if anyone's interested to reach out to you. But I am interested to hear a little bit more about that comment. What would you, yeah. what would you say? Yeah. Okay, so what I've done from day one, like day one being – 2008, well, maybe after that, I created an online course and, you know, the government of Canada bought it. 
after a little while, it was old. So by 2011, I started giving it away free to the world. Mm -hmm. And um, that was my first online course. Now, I created an online course with Norman Bodek at the time. And I put it into the Harada method and it sold from my website, lean101.ca forward slash lean. So there's there's some courses there. You'll get it at the cheapest price. I think it's like $100 or if there's a sale, $20. Mm. You get the idea. But that'll be the cheapest place to go. As you go through the course, I, in the online course, tell people to email me that they believe in themselves, what their goal is, send me your forms, and I will give them feedback as part of my service to the world, service at work, as mm. an example. So that's how I help them. I don't charge them for that. They get a certificate at the end, which again is free from my standpoint. All they do is pay for the course and they keep it forever. And they have um, my um, dedication to help them. And they also get to meet Norman Bodek if they didn't have the pleasure of meeting him when he was alive. Mm. And Norman Bodek brought Lean to North America. He brought he was the first one to bring Shigeo Shingo to North America to teach. And he's first one to bring the green book, which Shigeo Shingo has a green book. Mm -hmm. And he opened up um, uh, Productivity Press, which published hundreds of books from, Jap from Japan to um, English so that we can learn about Lean and Taichi Ono and all of this Toyota Way stuff. Mm -hmm. So I wanted a, you know, it's more like a dedication to Norman that I do this. That's and amazing. And I want to also practice what I preach. So if I say to somebody, look, you should give work something. You should do something at home. Well, what do I do at work? If I didn't do this, then I would be a hypocrite, right? Sure. sure. Yeah. yeah, makes sense. Yeah, that no, that's amazing. And and like I said, we'll make sure that we put those links in the show notes. So if, if anyone is interested to get more information on that, they can definitely reach out. Um, so what would you say is is next for the Harada Method? Uh, right. What's 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 the vision where and, and you personally, where are you heading with this? Uh, what do you see for the for the foreseeable future? OK, so I've got what I believe is the only um, right to the Harada method outside of Japan. Hmm. That's what I think. Uh, I've got something signed by Takashi Harada and he doesn't want to coach outside of Japan. So which is wonderful for me. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking to find a coach in every country mm. who wants to coach this system of developing people to their fullest for society. Lord knows we need it. We're mm. just idiots uh, in general trying to start wars. You know, right. I'm not talking about anybody in particular or any country in particular. We haven't learned a damn thing is what I'm saying. So until we develop our thinking and develop ourselves as having good character. I'm just not a happy guy. Mm -hmm. So as we uh, have a coach in each country, helping people develop to their fullest, I'm not going to be happy, but we're creating a network called the Global Harada uh, Network of Coaches. And um, right now I've got, you know, a few coaches I've earmarked, but the key with this, as you might know, Patrick, you do consulting, is the product's never consistent. So what I do also is as I create a green belt, I'm also following them as a second coach, watching them teach somebody else, three other people, 
And only then will I give them a black belt in the Harada method. Gotcha. So if I'm not personally looking and seeing how they're doing, making sure they're they're not their ego isn't getting in front of them. And if it is, I've got a problem, right? Um, I want to make sure the product's consistent and we're building the right kind of person for the future. Mm. So that's the future of the Harada method, in my opinion. And we're going to figure out the value in about 10 years. When, right. when um, Norman Bodek brought lean to North America, it took 20 years before it caught on. Mm. Yeah. So he brought the Harada method to North America. It's been 10 years. It's going to be another probably 10 years because he was that far ahead mm -hmm. of, the, of the game. He's a, he was an amazing man. So Now, uh, um, the Harada method, it sounds like, uh, can be applied in any industry, correct? Absolutely. We're not, uh, this isn't just a manufacturing thing. It's not just a, um, you know, not just for nonprofits or or personal development, right? Th this can be applied in, in a lot of different ways. Uh, and we've already talked about a couple different examples, but when you, when you, uh, when you, when you think about that future vision of where you want to go, I mean, where do you see, what, what benefits do you see the world gaining from this? You know, because obviously you have very high aspirations it, it is as a, getting this out globally. Um, do you see this being embedded in every organization in the future? And, and what benefits do you see that it will bring to those organizations or to those countries or whatever it might be? Yeah, well, uh, Takashi Harada had it right. He was in high school when he taught it. We've got to get, you know, to some degree, uh, elementary school teachers teaching it. And when they teach it and they show, you know, kids, and let's say anybody, really, I mean, I, today I call a kid anybody under 35. But <laughs> when we show these kids what they can do and what they're leaving on the table, um, it's, it's going to be an amazing thing, the gap between mm. what they're doing now and what they could be doing. And that is so aspirational. Yeah. So I've changed my thinking about what lean is. We used to say lean is, uh, you know, whatever definition you have. Mm -hmm. But today, I think lean is the gap between, uh, you know, where you are, where you need to be. But you as a human being, lean and waste, when we talk about waste, waste is what you're leaving on the table at the end of your life, what you could have done versus what you actually did. Mm. Lord knows we could have done more mm -hmm. to, to take care of ourselves, take care of the people around us, take care of our community, right. take care of our city, take care of our nation, state, whatever, and take care of the world. We are leaving so much on the table. Now, not too many people think that way, but guess what? We need more and more people thinking that way, and we need that to be prevalent yeah. Rather than what we have today, which which I think is uh, just just a shame that we haven't learned from history, right? Sure. sure. Well, I, I love that you said that and, and brought in elementary schools. It makes me think about uh, the Japanese culture. You know that so many people don't understand when they and try to adopt the Toyota production system into their organization without really having a good understanding of what's behind it and the culture, you know, the Japanese culture and what, what actually made it so successful um, and just understanding and knowing what's happening or what happens in elementary schools in Japan. You know, just one example that comes to mind is the, the, the that kids serve in the lunchrooms and, and they actually help cook and serve other students. 
Uh, and that's not something that you see in, I don't know, in Canada, but I know in the U.S. it's, it's not something that's, that's a, a regular part of a, an elementary uh, school. Yeah, so yeah. those are the types of things that are, that are just embedded in the culture in Japan. And, you know, that serving others is a part of, it's an innate part of how they approach everything they do and, and why the Toyota production system was so successful for Toyota. Would you? Yeah, it's you know it's interesting because when I was nine years old, I used to serve people at my dad's restaurant. Mm. So he forced me to work. It was two dollars a day. Uh, that's what I was getting paid, right? <laughs> two, not an hour, two dollars a day to get candy, and I worked like a dog for that. I loved it. I loved oh, yeah, it. For yeah, sure. I was so happy. We had a window, and it would be George's window. I would open up the window. And they would order a fat boy. That's just a kind of burger. Okay. <laughs> fat boy and fries. And I would make it up and I'd give them an ice cream and I'd give them the food and take the cash. Today, it's different. Today, you take the cash, then you give them the food. Mm. Even if you go to McDonald's, right? There's no no trust today. Mm. But I had to build that out, you know, from a window in front of me. And I learned about good work ethic mm-hmm. when I was a kid. So what happened with Takashi Harada? It's interesting because... He did everything in the Harada method except one thing, and it still failed. Mm. And the one thing was he realized that he can do as much as he can at work, but until the home life changes, nothing changes. Mm. So what happened was he taught the kids that in order to change your home life, you have to do a service at home. you got to get your parents to believe in you. He used to hear things like, my son's useless, right? Mm. Like he won't amount to anything. So he put it on the kids to be self-reliant, you know, rely on yourself to better your surroundings. And self-reliance today is one of the key principles in the Shingo Institute, which is named after, you know, Shigeo Shingo. So uh, self-reliance is so important. Don't wait for anybody else. Do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't wait for a coach to call you up and say, look, uh, you're my student now. Mm-hmm. I want you to right, join right. me. No, do it yourself. Find yourself a coach. Um, so all of, all of this stuff is good, but until we actually change the kids and change the home life, mm-hmm. get kids to be more self-reliant mm-hmm. so that parents are starting to learn from the kids, that it, nothing's going to change. Mm-hmm. So it's very difficult. It's a very interesting dynamic. And and Takashi Harada learned um, that that was the secret, mm-hmm. is the service at home changed the way your parents think about you as a, as a kid. Mm-hmm. So uh, thank God I had a, an understanding dad who put me to work and forced me to, to like, slave labor. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was smart, and, and that's what his dad taught him. So yeah. I'm just thankful. And, and today I'm, I'm really consistent because of that. That's so great. I thank him for that. He's no yeah, longer. That's, that's amazing. That's, that's, it's great to hear that. And, and I, I agree with you. That's definitely something that's lacking uh, for a lot of um, kids, unfortunately, nowadays. Um, but hopefully, hopefully that gets turned around and maybe the Harada method would be part of that, part of that uh, change that happens in the world. So um, what what would you say for those that are listening in again? They're they're learning uh, the, about the Harada method for the first time. Uh, they're meeting you for the first time. Um, what would you what would you want someone uh, to to take away from this particular interview? Okay, so number one is it's not the people side of of lean. 
It's the person side of lead. Each individual has a job to do. And the Harada method is a personal journey that you set and you go through through the use of a coach. It's the person side of lean. That's what I would want you to take away. And your coach is going to use you. And hopefully it's a, you have a good coach. And your brain is their gemba, right? They need to enter your thoughts and ask you really tough questions and understand the process. So this is one of the toughest things is we don't have enough coaches. Mm -hmm. So that's why I, I try to do everything I can. And you learn from Norman Bodek, you know, the the. Uh, the person who brought it to North America, mm -hmm. um, who's no longer with us, but you learn from him on video and you'll fall in love with him. Mm -hmm. So I'm keeping his name going probably forever. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's the least I can do for one of my coaches who's helped me out so much. Mm -hmm. So it's the person side of lean. You get a lot of people together using the Harada method. There's nothing you can't do, mm -hmm. but you as a leader have to be first. Right. Right. I love that. Uh, well, it, George, it's been great to have you on the show. Um, if anybody is interested to reach out, I know you mentioned the website earlier. Is there any, are there any other links or anything that you want to mention that would be important uh, for listeners to, to have to connect with you? Sure. Uh, Google George Strachillis. There's only one of me. There's my cousin in Greece, but he's not on social media. <laughs> there's only one of me in the world. And you'll find georgestrachillis.com. So. Okay. Connect there, and I'm trying to connect all my websites. And Jeff Liker and I created a, a company called Lean Leadership Institute, which is now the Global Leadership Institute based on the book, Developing Lean Leaders at All Levels. So that company, Global Leadership Institute, is doing the same thing I'm trying to do with kids and the Rada Method. They're doing that with leaders globally. And Jeff has the only online course housed underneath that platform mm. so connect with them as well and i'm a coach there too so sure. happy to help anybody that wants help i'll leave you with this norman bodek said this um when a student is ready the coach will appear mm. pretty amazing yeah, I love it. Thank you so much. Uh, I, I'm I'm thinking that the next time that we get together uh, for another interview, we should go to your your place in Greece. Oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we're gonna we're gonna also talk a little bit about lean construction leaders with Perry Thompson. Yes, and yeah. Perry's a uh, executive uh, director of Lean. At one point, he just retired, so now he can do these interviews. I worked with Parsons Electric for five years. And Perry put this wonderful book together with me. And uh, it talks about doing it for yourself. Like you, you can't follow other companies. You can't just take what they have and adopt it because it won't work for you. So yes. he created his own little system and it works for their company. And they, they grew and they got consistent. And they got sold off to a bigger company. It's a great success story. Mm, I love it. Yeah, and, that. and I'll invite you to Santorini next time I do it. Perfect. All right. I'm going to hold you to that. Uh, and then we will uh, get back together maybe a few weeks uh, or so and record another interview uh, on, on that, the construction side. And I'd love to, to chat with you about that. Um, I, I, in list, listening to you talk about uh, elementary schools and our youth, I mean, we might have to get together and have that discussion again, too. I'd love to dive deeper into that and uh, just what, you know, cause I mean, that's real change. Cultural changes is, is with our kids and the next generation. So thank you for uh, 
hitting on that topic as well today. Thank you very much, Patrick. Really appreciate you. Take care, George. Yeah. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Lean Solutions Podcast. If you haven't done so already, please be sure to subscribe. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. If you feel so inclined, please give us a review. Thank you so much.